1: Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.
0: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On MBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On MBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Orlando Magic learned a lot on their West Coast road trip, a lot about themselves, but also a lot about how to win. We'll see if those lessons get applied. We'll apply some of those lessons here on today's episode of Locked On Magic.
1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 19th, 2023. It will be January 20th, 2023, eventually. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. i the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip, R-R underscore O-M-D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic have had practice the last couple days. So there's been some pretty consistent themes of what they talk about and what they think they gained from their west coast road trip we'll talk a little bit about some of those lessons and some of those things coming up here in just a moment but first we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day no matter when you listen to us whether it's first thing in the morning whether it's right when we upload we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day remember there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for the Locked On Podcast Network it's your team every day so Dillon Magic have been able to practice over the last two days, and, and, and they were asked pretty consistently, what what do you think were the lessons? What were the lessons that you think this team gained from your trip out West, the longest road trip of the season, a five-game, 10, 11-day jaunt um, through the West Coast? Um, it, it, it's... I always say this to you, the first road trip of the season, the first big road trip of the season, this is not the first big road trip of the season, but the first big road trip of the season, you learn a lot about your team. And you learn a lot about what travels and what this team is capable of. And, you know, pretty consistently, the messaging the messaging that the, the Magic were giving was that we see how good we can be. We see how close we are. Um, you know, Jalen Suggs, uh, today after practice on on Thursday, I thought made a really interesting point. Uh, made a really had a really interesting thought. Uh, he said that you know practices are a little bit more focused these days. Um, that the road trip for the Magic was a, a positive one generally with the two and three record, but also one that left the team wanting a little bit more feeling like it left something on the board. Um, Jalen Suggs was not the only one to say this. I think Mark L. Fultz said it. I'm pretty sure Wendell Carter said it too. Everyone on the team believes that they should have gone 4-1 and on this road trip. And that, to me, is probably the most interesting piece of this puzzle, or most interesting takeaway uh, from being back in Orlando, from being back around the team after that long road trip. The Magic do believe They are turning a corner probably is a little bit of a far of a stretch here, or a little bit further than we're ready to go. But the magic believe that they are at a higher level now. You know, we talk again talk so much about leveling up this season. The way this team is approaching the season, the way this team is approaching themselves and and, and how much they've grown, it's certainly elevated a little bit. You know, Jalen Suggs, again, I'll go back to this this point that Jalen Suggs made, really believes that practices are a little bit more intense now. That practices are a little bit more focused. There's a spring in their step. They experienced that win streak, and, and winning eight of nine, winning six in a row, that really may have changed this team. Putting together those wins, seeing that it is possible, really may have changed this team and helped them maybe not turn the corner, but but, but peek around it. Like go around and say, oh, that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. And even Coach Jamal Mosley, I, I asked him because when Jalen made these comments, he made it before we talked to to, to Mose. I asked Jamal Mosley, Do you notice a change in the way this team is preparing and the way this team is focused during practices? And now that they've had this little taste of, of, of a winning culture and a winning style. And, you know, he said that yes, that that is part of this team's growth. That is part of how this team has taken that step up, that step forward. And so, if there's something that we saw from this West Coast road trip, it's two things. And I think I think I made this point on um, uh, on Monday's episode when we talked about the loss of the Nuggets. It's that they know they are good enough to compete with any team. They can see that. They can feel that. They are much more competitive this year. Outside the loss of the Sacramento Kings, which historic shooting from the Kings or historic for Kings franchise shooting for the Kings. Um, Outside the loss of the Kings, the Magic were in every game. They had the lead in the fourth quarter of every game. And that's generally how this season has gone. You know, we talk about the losses to Utah and and Denver. Uh, You know, I think I made this point after the loss of Portland, after the win over Portland. um, Orlando had won four of their previous five games after that Portland win uh, in clutch minutes. This is obviously an area where the Magic have struggled throughout the course of the year. And again, I think this is kind of the final piece of growth is is that understanding of how to execute when the pressure's the highest. When it is one little play that determines a win or a loss. When it is fouling Aaron Gordon or boxing out Walker Kessler. Those little plays all add up and matter, especially late in games. Um, You got to get there and the Magic are getting there. So what is the big takeaway from this West Coast road trip? It's now we get ready for the season to continue up after, after this four-day four day break. What is the big lesson? Well, for a team that, you know again, pretty openly wants to be chasing the postseason, um, or the players at least are pretty open. You know, Jalen Sugg said it again today. If we want to chase the things we want to chase this year, for a team that is pretty open about the postseason chase, It's proof that this road trip was proof to them that they can stick it out. That they can be in that race. That they do belong in this conversation and they are capable of staying in this conversation. That's all really good. That's all really, really, really important. But it also is a sign that there is still a lot of work to do. Um, they Obviously, they're four games back of that final spot in the play-in tournament. Uh, the Chicago Bulls won earlier today against the Detroit Pistons, so that's, that might be four and a half games back. they got to string wins together. Uh, and they got to hold themselves to that standard. they got to hold themselves to that expectation of picking up wins, of building that momentum and, and getting downhill in that way. It's, it's obviously a challenge. It's obviously something that this group, that this team has to keep building on and building toward. And it's going to be a constant battle for such a young team to do the right things over and over again. And, and again, the franchise, the front office will tell you that's the goal more than the win total. Um, the Magic want to see this growth happen in real time and are willing to take some of the missteps and mistakes that come with learning how to do this. Uh, you know, and... Jeff Wellman says we don't want to skip any steps. Part of it is going through these growing pains. And these growing pains would happen no matter who they grab and how they try to accelerate it. The Magic are making progress. And I think this West Coast road trip shows that. And honestly shows that in how entering the road trip, I think we would have all taken a two and three road trip. And yet, everyone believes that the Magic left something on the table. There is tangible disappointment that the Magic aren't going home with the winning road trip because they had the lead late in the game, late in the fourth quarter, against the Utah Jazz, against the Golden State, against the, 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 the Denver Nuggets. The Magic, those showed Sacramento in an extremely disappointing way. Orlando is capable of winning these games. So what's it going to take? What needs to change to get them there? Well, a big piece of this puzzle is their defense. And a big piece of that puzzle is the biggest area the Magic struggled with in those final two games. We're going to talk about the Orlando Magic's rebounding issues coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. So if you're like me, you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then you've got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolution. They are again replace replace your candy bar with a Built bar, and you will be very very happy. What makes Built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 1% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, not not fake chocolate, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. Plus, they have these little puff bars. They're like marshmallowy goodness on the inside. It's fantastic. It's really incredible how Built does it. These bars taste like a candy bar, but maintain amazing macros that won't kill your calorie count. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been t- talking about ordering your Built bars at Bilt.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club, too. That's right, head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our Hit Flavors Brownie Batter intro. You can thank me later. Check it out today at
0: Built.com. This is Jake from Locked On.
2: Two big factors kind of holding the Magic back right now. Um, You know, one is obviously kind of the offense. Like, we we know this offense is going to struggle, but the Magic have a pretty clear offensive identity. I'm actually really impressed. You know, I know the offense numbers aren't where they need to be yet, and, and I think there's still obviously players the Magic need to add, but I am really impressed by how clear and distinct the Magic's offensive identity is. When I watch the Orlando Magic play, I know exactly what they're trying to do offensively, and more than that, I think they have the personnel to do the bones of it, to do the basics of it. Um, There's, I have to improve three-point shooting, getting some three-point shooting and skills. We all know that, but this is a rim rim attacking team. They get to the foul line. There are things this team is really, really good at, and you know, again, the offense is not good by the numbers. I get that but I'm really confident in what the Magic are building offensively. And I think, I think again, find the right players, find the right role players, and we're going to really have something here pretty special. But this Magic team believes it's a defensive team first. Ask everyone who they are, what this team's identity is. They will tell you that first we are a good defensive team. They will tell you, in fact, that they believe they are one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, the numbers don't support that. They're 23rd in the league in defensive rating, but when the Magic are playing well, it is because of their defense. When they won eight of nine games, they had the seventh best defense in the league. I think it was a 109 defensive rating. Let me pull up my numbers here. Um, They had a 109.5 defensive rating, uh, which was seventh in that time period in December um, when they went on that win streak. Obviously, you go on a win streak, you're going to play well defensively. When they came back on the Utah Jazz in the fourth quarter on Friday, last Friday night, They did so because of their defense. They locked in defensively. They rebounded the ball. We'll get to that. um, And used that to power their offense to get back in the game. Same thing against Denver. Against the best offensive team in the league by offensive rating. The Magic gave up, I think it was a 104 or 106 defensive rating in the second half to erase that 15-point deficit. Again, it came down to Nikola Jokic's shot. You could live with that. What I would honestly say you can't live with was how poor the Magic played defensively in the first half and how they looked a step slow and had to manufacture some energy. Really, if you look at the numbers even during the West Coast trip, and that includes that god-awful game against Sacramento, the Magic had a 113.7 defensive rating, which is ninth among all teams in their last five games. It's better than their season average of 114.4. Now again, defense is always relative, um, to, 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 to numbers, offenses are way up this year, uh, way up this month. But the Magic's defense, the Magic's defense was something they could rely on. It was something that they could use as a base for growth. The problem is, and the problem has been for the last fifteen or so, fifteen or so games, is the Magic aren't rebounding well. That includes that performance against Utah Jazz when they just got absolutely outworked on the glass. It includes giving up a ton of offensive rebounds to the Denver Nuggets. It was the point of emphasis for this team over the last two days of practice was to make sure they're locking down on the glass. And I'll explain why in a sec, but let me give you the numbers. For the season, the Magic are 14th in the league in defensive rebound rate, grabbing 72.1% of available defensive rebounds. About league average. You know, so again, about league median. I wouldn't say league average. About league median, um, which again shows how good they can be. Again, so many things about this Magic team are just they're tantalizingly good in areas, but they just they just can't get over the hump. Because when they went on that win streak, that up to seventy-three and a half percent defensive rebound rate, which is eleventh in the league, not bad. They were elite at it. They were in the top ten for much of the first quarter of the season. It was the one thing they were doing really well defensively. And that slowly slipped as they've tried to pick up their pace more. Maybe as they've gotten a little smaller, as they've you know, not had Bull Bull out there is not the greatest rebounder in the world. There's a number of reasons. Obviously, these are small sample sizes. But during the Magic's five-game road trip, the team had a 68% defensive rebound rate. 25th among teams, last five games. Essentially, the Magic went from a league-average defensive rebounding team to below average, and they were still top 10 in defense. So, again, defensive rebound rate, for those who don't know the numbers, if you're grabbing 68% of defensive rebounds, you're grabbing fewer than three out of every four defensive rebounds. 75% is probably the number you want to be at, where you're giving up only one offensive rebound for every four opportunities. Um, elite teams are better than that. Uh, I don't know if any teams in the 80s um, this year, but 75 Mid-70s is usually considered a pretty good number. The Magic are consistently low 70s, but on that road trip, they were below 70, and that is terrible. That's how you give up second chance opportunities. They give up 15 second chance points per game um, during the road trip. It's, for lack of a better way to phrase it, it's a sore thumb on what has generally been a good defensive effort. And so this is kind of the central thing for this Magic team right now. This is the central thing for them to understand and for them to grow grow into and, and grow on is they have to be a better defensive rebounding team, but really they have to be a better detail team because as good as they're playing defensively and, and they are playing well defensively, they're they're doing some good things defensively for the most part here. Um, again, fatigue a little bit at the end of that road trip, certainly with the altitude. They're getting out-hustled they're getting out, they're getting out hustled to, to, some, to some balls, 50-50 balls. That happens. It's not an excuse. They got to fix that. But it's about the details. It's about understanding a defensive possession doesn't end until you get the rebound. And you might be good enough to get away with it a few times. You might be trying to leak out and get some easy points, but you got to get the rebound first. And those two games, those last two games, serve as a reminder that these are the things that really matter. Yes, you know, you're getting into close games, but. The difference between winning and losing is scratching out that offensive rebound. you know, Boxing out Walker Kessler on, on a free throw, to, to, be, to be perfectly honest. Um, those things make huge differences. And so when you look at this Magic team right now, like so many other things, like I just talked about for, for the last 10 minutes, there are good elements. This Magic defense is doing good things. They have a lot to be proud of. They have a lot to hang their hat on. They have a lot they can build and grow on. But this last detail is missing. This last little bit, this last little thing that turns the wheel, that gets everyone going, it's missing. Or it's not been consistent. And when it's consistent, when it's good, the Magic erased a 12-point deficit in the fourth quarter on the road against a tough team like Utah. They erase a 15-point deficit in the second half against the best team in the Western Conference. When the Magic get down, defend, and rebound, they are capable of beating anybody, even with how bad their offense can be. Their defense can power their offense this way, but they got to finish. And so this just goes into all the buckets of things that are like the elements are all there. It's just a matter of doing it At the highest levels. And that's where again. The Magic are at right now. Is we can all. We can all see. What this team is capable of. We can all see. How good this team. Can really be. But they're just not there yet. And so again. You hope that a couple days in practice, you know, maybe an, uh, a more less challenging schedule, although the couple, there's a couple back-to-backs coming up, which will be very challenging. Um, you hope that this team can continue to grow into that consistency. That's the element that's missing right now. And we'll see whether the Magic are able to find that consistency sooner rather than later. We did get some injury updates from Coach Mosley after two days of practice. We'll go over those. Plus, talk a little bit about Friday's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. Betonline BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. From pro football to the NBA, to more. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league,
2: The Orlando Magic are back in action Friday night against the New Orleans Pelicans. Our next episode will be recapping that game, so you won't hear from me until Friday night, Saturday morning. Uh, so definitely be sure to subscribe to Locked On Magic to get that delivered directly to your device. Um, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube as well to watch the podcast. Uh, but the Orlando Magic could be playing Friday's game a little bit shorthanded. Jamal Mosley announced at at, uh, at the beginning of his press availability on Thursday. Franz Wagner did not practice in Friday's pra- and Thursday's practice after sprain after spraining his ankle in Wednesday's practice. He is a game time decision. Wendell Carter also did not practice. He uh was dealing he's still dealing with the plantar fascia issue in his foot. They decided to rest him on thir- on Thursday, so he did not practice. But he seems likely he will be able to play uh, on Friday. Markel Foltz also did not practice dealing with a non-COVID illness. He was at practice on Wednesday. We talked to him Wednesday. So um, it doesn't seem serious, but we'll see how he feels Friday at Friday night for that game. Um, and finally, Chuba Okeke is back on the court doing some non-contact work. We saw him on the court Thursday uh, doing some ball handling drills with heavy gloves. Um, I actually asked about this because there were these like weird uh, uh, wraps on his hands. I was like, what are those wraps on his hands? They said, oh, those are heavy gloves, like a, like a donut on a baseball bat. Um, working on and working on some stationary shooting. Uh, so he is making his way back from the knee surgery that's knocked him out for the last month. Uh, we will see if he will play. We'll play. We'll see if he can come back uh, around the All Star break, is what I would hope for, or, or probably the next time we'll get a good checkup on him. Um, uh, on top of that, Jonathan Isaac, of course, playing tonight, Thursday night in Sioux Falls for the Lakeland Magic as he continues to make his way back. When he returns is not clear. Um, Obviously, uh, uh, unfortunately always, you know, you have a hard practice. You get a couple days off, you come back, you, you get you get some real hard work in. Thursday was, a, as as Jamal Mosley put it, a, a mental day. Um, so, you know, more drill work, more station work rather than uh, up and down play. But obviously injuries happen. Um, you know, it doesn't sound like Franz's ankle injury is super serious. Maybe enough that they rest him. On Friday, uh, with with the back-to-back coming uh, on Saturday, maybe enough that they take hold him out of the back-to-back and have him ready for, Monday, for next Monday and, and for a little bit of a lighter load. Um, but again, we'll see how he feels. Franz Wagner will play through anything that dude is made of steel. Um, so I'm not super concerned. But again, ankle injuries are always, always, always tricky. Uh, that's all the information we have, though, so it's hard to say much more than that. Uh, I can... Uh, you know, check the NBA uh, officially injury report. But um, obviously injuries are still going to happen as much as the Magic want stability and want to see the same groups out there. They got to keep playing. They got to keep moving on. They got to keep finding ways to get wins. Um, that's what New Orleans has largely done with Zion Williamson out. Uh, the, the, the Pelicans are a really interesting team. Um, you know, they, they, they have C.J. McCollum, who is uh, just a, a really dynamic scorer. They play some really feisty defense led by Jose Alvarado. They've got some good defenders on that team. They will play very, very energetic, uh, energetic, and, and really get get after you. And obviously, Jonas Valanciunas is a load to deal with on the inside. Um, they got beat up though, pretty bad uh, Wednesday night against the Miami Heat. Um, you know, just kind of got out outpaced. They couldn't hit, they couldn't hit their shots. The Heat were able to kind of run it back on them and, and kind of blow them out of the water. So I'm expecting a really focused defensive effort from the Pelicans. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting match between two teams that definitely want to, to right the ship. And, and, you know, something that the Magic talked about that I think is really, really interesting is understanding, uh, as they seem to have this understanding that, you know, when they lose or when they lose a string of games, that they, they are the ones that really control whether they're able to win the next game and kind of put their foot down and, and win games. And I think that's that's a sign of maturity from this team and a sign that they understand, you know, how to win. That, you know, they can... You know, kind of, it's a long season. You're not always going to have the same focus, but when they need to bring that focus, they tend to bring that focus. They tend to, you know, now that they've had that taste of winning and they know what works and how to win, we are seeing this team halt losing streaks pretty quickly. Um, you know, again, they're not falling too far behind record wise. They're maybe not stringing together wins the way we want them to, but, you know, I, I don't think we'll see a nine game losing streak the rest of the season. I, I don't, I, I think, I think a five game losing streak would be pretty rare and would be, would be something that would be pretty odd for this group. Uh, I think that the magic are really starting to kind of understand how to manage their their attention to detail throughout the course of the season. And and that's 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 a really good sign for this team. And so this is a good gut check game for that. Because they obviously have a really important game Saturday against Washington, but uh, more than that, they got to get this win. They got to get off the losing streak. They got to kind of put that road trip behind them, show that they learned some of those lessons that I talked about, and they got to do it against a team that is also going to be really focused and also really going to be trying to to find that attention to detail that they were lacking in their last game. It's This is a big one. This is a big, big deal for this Magic team as they continue to learn learn how to do, this, do these things the right way. So I'm really interested to see how the Magic play in this one on Friday. I think it's going to be a really fascinating and fantastic game. Regardless of whether Franz Wagner is playing, I, I think that would obviously hurt the team, but I think the Magic can fill in for him if they're down... Two of those guys that, 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 that mispracticed on Thursday, uh, I would be a little more concerned than that. But we'll see who ends up playing, who ends up suiting up for the Magic uh, at that point. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock at the Amway Center. It'll be good to have the Magic home, although they'll be right back on the road Saturday for a big six-pointer against the Washington Wizards. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You of course, find me on Twitter at underscore omd Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. sit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of our places in the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow, me, follow us there on Twitter, at OMagicDaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Game to Game. That's the Game to Game NBA podcast. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on the Locked On NBA feed available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Again, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, Kaelin Locked On Magic has been Philip Austin Wright, and this is another episode of Locked On Magic.